Hi everyone, welcome to Psychedelic Conversations. This is your hub for engaging in deep conversations around serotonergic hallucinogens that alter perceptions, affect cognitive processes, induce mystical and spiritual experiences. Enjoy the show. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Psychedelic Conversations and I have for you Vishnu as our guest today on this episode. Uh, cannot wait to dive into his story and Vishnu is a wisdom keeper, a medicine carrier and, and there's more to Vishnu but I'm going to uh, welcome him first and then he can tell us his story and what he calls himself we just had a quick conversation before we began and it was kind of really interesting how uh, his way of describing who he is so welcome Vishnu so amazing to have you thank you love thank you so much glad to be here yeah tell us about your story uh, what part of the world you are now in and I know we've been trying to get you on the episode and it's been very difficult whether it's a wi-fi connection or technological or and that you're traveling so tell us a bit give us insight to your world <laughs> uh, thank you thank you for the invitation yeah I, i'm currently in sedona arizona uh in the united states and and that's uh i'm traveling and the the challenge has been being in a place where i have uh proper reception for a connection for such a video uh, and so I, I am currently on a three-month travel where I, I harvest the medicine from the land in the area that I'm in right now, the Sonoran Desert. And so it brings me here every year. Uh, this is my sixth season harvesting this medicine and administering it. And um, I'm based out of Florida, uh, otherwise uh, down in Fort Lauderdale, Florida in the U.S. And, and uh, my original home is California. And so I make, I make California a pretty regular visit uh, every couple of years uh, as I make my rounds. And I'm a traveling uh, assistant to any being that I encounter. Amazing. And what does that look like? Please give us an example. You said um, earlier, also you, you go by the name uh, William, but then you said the Vishnu gives you the space to be. And I, I really find that interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so my, my uh, legal name, as everyone here, is born with, with a name. Uh, and so William is, is, is my, my name. Uh, I have uh, embraced the, the, the name of Vishnu more as a container for the essence of my being. Uh, there is a, a story that goes with Vishnu as the original dreamer that brings all of this into creation, uh, the sustainer or the, the all-pervading one. And it really feels like that, that is a, a more accurate shirt for me to wear. I, it, it feels more comfortable, less restrictive than, than the, uh, the idea of William that I, I thought I was as I was born here on this planet because uh, it came with 
a social role on how to be. And that's fine. And, and I love it. But Vishnu allows not only that, that, that social role, but allows my, my spiritual essence, the, the true nature of my being to, to, to be. And so I do prefer Vishnu. Uh, most people now know me as Vishnu. I, it just feels so much more comfortable in, in that. And so how, how I assist people and what that looks like, it's really quite simple. It's happening right now. Uh, you and I are doing it. Uh, you and I are connecting parts of ourselves to assist more parts of ourselves. And so we're bringing more truth, more light, more, more illumination to subjects such as uh, psychedelics is the, the point of our, our meeting here. And, and that helps us. It enriches our lives. It, it allows for an unfolding for more of us uh, to understand the greater essence of our being and why we're here on this planet. And so it's happening right now. I also use social media to connect with others. And here in Sedona, just a couple of days ago, I met with a person I had never met before, but had encountered on Facebook. And she is in her master's uh, program for uh, counseling and psychology. And she's going to help a lot of people. And us coming together here in Sedona, we had some very heart-nourishing conversation, some questions she had about herself. And I was able to just be present with her as she self-discovered these, these strengths within her. And, and that's just one way of, of, of assisting uh, uh, what I would say pretty much a complete stranger. Uh, I'm, I'm on the property of, of some beautiful folks who allowed me to stay here at an Airbnb uh, because I, I encountered them outside of a post office with their car broken down and I offered to help. I was unable to fix their issue with their car, but I did put some effort towards it and offered them a ride and helped them get their problem fixed. And they, they so offered me a place to stay here at an Airbnb. And this is, this is so simple. It's, it's almost effortless uh, to be a service in this way. And so my life is a living service. Any being that I, I happen to sit next to at an eatery encounter as a clerk at a grocery store, I can smile at that person. I can acknowledge that person. I can bring a vibration into that person's field that they go, oh my gosh, wow. Uh, there's somebody who, who is you know, deeper than just talking on the surface. This person actually sees me. Uh, I can feel something from you. It's like, yeah, you feel an authenticity. You feel an acknowledgement of, of you because you're me and I, and I love you. And I love you before I even met you. And I'll love you as I leave this place, wherever I'm going. Uh, so in this moment that I meet you, we get to feel that love without me necessarily having to tell you, I love you, but I can tell you in a hug. As soon as I hug you, you're going to know I love you. And, and that to me is the everyday walking of service. And so it, it gets specialized. People do ask for specialized service assistance with disciplines, learning how to, to meditate uh, and, and cultivate that practice, uh, exercise and diet. Specifically, now I have a huge emphasis uh, uh, in the last couple of years, accelerated tremendously around the use and proper administration of uh, psychedelics, specifically mushrooms and the 5-MeO-DMT. There are a lot of people now interested in, in navigating those dimensions. And I would be a guide like anybody else. Uh, I, I know the territory really well. Uh, I know my soul really well. And so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a guide to many on, uh, for microdosing needs and alleviation of PTSD, anxiety, stress, cultivating uh, healthy uh, relationships, 
healthy uh, connection with their body, with their mind and ceremonial use when people, people will come to, to visit me and have direct experience with, with uh, uh, very powerful um, ceremonial experiences, transformative, transcendent. And uh, like I said, I'm a guide in that area. I, I know it really well. And most importantly, I know how to love myself. I know how to hold a space of non-judgment so a person can really let themselves out. And, and, and that in itself does everything. And so it's hard to really say I do anything other than just being. And <laughs> so that's why they, you know, the whole title thing when we began was, was what it was. Because it's like, huh, how do you put this in a, title, in a box? <laughs> <laughs> totally. And I feel that energy. Absolutely. I think um, I want to <laughs> track back quickly to what you said about when you showing this level of um, authenticity and embracing other human beings. How is it received? Because not everybody is used to that kind of reciprocation, or at least, you know, not everybody is kind of ready to, to be seen by some stranger. Or how do you deal with that? Do you ever have these awkward moments? Or is it just it's not like that at all because sometimes we have these ideas and imaginations that people might reject people might get a bit kind of worried is this a, a weirdo or who is this person right do you get these kind of responses i i do i am familiar with that that is part of of being uh, your authentic self as well is that everyone has the right to receive you as we wish to and so there are those who are receptive and those who are hesitant uh, and those who, it, it's a totally different language. I'm, I'm foreign to them. Uh, I, I would be like an alien to some people. They're like, I don't know who this guy is or how did you get to be that way? Uh, that's definitely very far from me. However, I have found with every soul, every soul, and this is the beauty of knowing the essence of our being. It is the nature of us. It's the heart of our existence is, is that which is natural. And it's, it's very loving. It's very blissful. And so even with the hardest of shells, it, it, if you are your authentic self and truly stand in your power, it invites that out of them. It's a vibrational currency exchange. It has less to do with the words. Uh, it's just a, like a, it, it's like a, a warm atmosphere that just like allows an unfolding of that inner flower. And that person could be totally resistant to you. And you don't have to say anything. You just be you. You just be you. And that is the magic. And so, yes, there are very varying ways to know how receptive a person is. Uh, usually through the eyes when I first meet a person. You can tell how much eye contact they're giving you or how luminescent their eyes uh, shine. And a next step, generally, I offer hugs to people. I put my hands out. Can I hug you? And you can tell how receptive a person is to hug. I have people melt in my arms. They just like, oh, my God, it feels so good to be held. Uh, because you, I communicate in my hug uh, that, that safety, that uh, welcomeness. Like, I'm open to you. Uh, and you can feel if a person is open back. And so it's being mindful of, of how to interact that way. You know, I, I said that I won't necessarily have to say I love you. There's some people I tell them I love you right away. Man, I love you. You're amazing. And they're very receptive to that. And others uh, have a discomfort, uh, even triggers around some stranger telling them they love them. And so uh, there's a lot of... Uh, just mindful 
discretion and discernment around your peers because they're all you. And, and uh, I love a squirrel, but if I ran up on a squirrel, try to give it a hug, it's going to run from me. A bird's going to run from me. A butterfly is going to run from me. Uh, and so are we as human beings. You know, if I want a butterfly to come to me and acknowledge its beauty, I can be in that vibration and of acknowledging it and, and seeing my beauty and wow. And sometimes that butterfly will come and land right on my hand. And that's how I get a chance to love that butterfly, not by chasing it, putting my life. I need you to know that I love you. Uh, and so it's, it's that awareness of nature. Uh, if it's a tree, someone's a tree and I can come up and hug it. I'm going to come up and hug that tree. Uh, that's my relationship with, with the tree. Though if it is a, a lizard or something more timid, there is an interaction way to, to have an interaction uh, with that being, that entity, and let them know that you love them. And so, yeah, I, 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 uh, I have all types of encounters as, as yeah. the person I am. Yeah, that's amazing. I could just imagine. You must have some serious stories. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, again, coming back to the how do you get to be like this? I'm sure this is the biggest challenge for many, many, many people to be authentic, to be just open, be an open book and walk around on earth carrying this open heart, open arms, ready for people to, you know, give and receive and reciprocate. How do you, how does one get to be like you? <laughs> well, I, I would say it's how does one get to, to be themselves? And mm -hmm. uh, I would say just relax. And I know it, it sounds so simple, right? Because it, that's, it's, it's so easy that it's, it's, it's overlooked and it really is just allowing yourself to be. And, and so when I say relax and allowing, it's trusting what's happening right now. We're on a, we're in a process of evolution. We're in a process of self-discovery. We're coming home to ourselves. And so the more we can trust that process, uh, the, the more we will feel that authenticity it, 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 it's already happening. It's happening through every soul on this planet right now. And so it, it's happening through, especially through the ones who are watching this, because if you're watching this type of material, you are waking up, you're activating that authentic self. You have put yourself in alignment vibrationally to find people like us, presentations like this, networks like this. And so uh, that is the fertilizer for your growth and your expansion. And so I, I would encourage everyone, everyone on the planet to be aware of your foundation, uh, uh, which to me is what you're eating because you have this beautiful temple. Become, become aware of how you feed yourself here. Become aware of how you feed yourself here. Become aware of how you feed yourself here. And so everything that you're listening to is feeding you. It's feeding your experience of how to perceive the world around you. So do be aware of what is, is playing in the environments that you subject yourself to, because it does it. Your ears affect your heart and your eyes also, you know, your eyes affect the mind and what you see, you can't unsee. And so that's a part of your diet. Become mindful of, of this foundation, what you're putting in your body and these various forms and uh, learn how to connect with your breath. It's very simple. Just take the time to sit and breathe. It takes only one breath to, to connect yourself back to your body and be present because this moment 
is why we're here. And so the breathing allows us to come present and realize this is why I'm here. I'm here to experience exactly what I'm experiencing right now. This is it. This is my life. This is the journey that I, I wanted to experience. And so the breath, I would also encourage some minimal level of stretching or exercise to connect with your body. This also opens up the key element. The next element is feeling to really, and that breath helps it as well. As your body becomes more online because you're feeding it things, it will speak to you. It'll tell you things. And this is a feeling communication, an intuitive communication. And as that starts to come online, to really allow yourself to, to uh, allow the feelings, uh, sensations in the body. If there's pain that you've been suppressing, let it out, let feel it. Like, okay, I, I have a pain down here and, and I've been just trying to ignore it. Feel that pain, get in touch with it. What, why is it there? What is it saying? Uh, it has a message. And as you allow yourself to feel and very easy through your breath work, very easy when you get your diet cleaned up, your body will say all types of things. I need hydration. I need potassium. I, uh, I need more vitamin D. It'll just say this stuff to you and you can hear it. Uh, and, and in that, you are your authentic self. That, that, those four basics right there, just your diet, your, uh, some minimal level of exercise, breathing, and a med meditation. Or, or allowing yourself just to let things arise and, and be present. And if you can focus on just those, you will see yourself blossom just like a sunflower, just like a tree, just like anything in the cosmos. Uh, it, the, the prana will then flow through you in a way um, as it is now, <laughs> guiding you your whole way, the whole journey, the whole journey. And it just feels better. It feels better because you're non-resistance to what's happening. You can go with the energy rather than uh, be in your mind questioning uh, or in your body physically tense. Like what is happening? You can release all of that and, and receive infinite flow of, of energy. It, 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 it'll feed you your infinite love. And you can then pass that out to everybody. You can share it with, with, with everyone because it, it's, it's cultivated in you. It's flowing through you. And it's really quite simple. It, it's a very simple, very simple recipe. <laughs> this, is, this is like the most practical way to just tap into that authenticity. Yeah. You know, you know, just be careful, you know, what you're hearing, what you're seeing, what you're putting in your body and just connecting to that somatic intelligence, you know, that we call the body, the intuitive gifts that we have that we're born with every single one of us we have it in, inside of, of us and isn't it beautiful this is like the most practical level of tapping into authenticity <laughs> and now i'm going to uh ask you another question of how does i mean this this is a very broad thing and um i can just easily say to you what about what about the people who's gone through some horrendous trauma and they're so disconnected from their body is this where the psychedelics come in and kind of crack us open? Mm -hmm. uh, maybe create like a doorway to see through that this trauma is not the only way to live. There is more beyond that we can comprehend. Like, how do you help people when they come to you? Yes, but I cannot do that. Because, you know, living in a modern world, I know 
you kind of come from that as well. You can understand how we outsource everything <laughs> outside. Yeah, we want to, we want other people to tell us how to feel, tell us what to eat, listen to these, you know, we, we're becoming a podcast nation where we just want to listen, 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 and never really take that self-agency. What are your thoughts on that? I, I, I would agree to you. I've seen that, that trend as well. Uh, and I have, I have very um, beautiful reflections like yourself and others who we are intentionally now content producing to get people back to themselves. And so there is a benefit to coming on and watching these podcasts. And, and uh, when the reflections out there are clean, they turn you back onto yourself. They turn you back into nature. They, they, they tell you to go back into nature, you know, get, turn this off. Seriously. All you, I love you so much when you're done with this, please at least go put your feet on the ground, get some sunshine, breathe in some air outside after you've absorbed this beautiful knowledge or, or even better, take it outside with you. You can put it in your headphones or whatever you need to do and, and sit uh, by a Creek under a tree, however you wish, but get some nature in, in your life today. Cause that is connection and it, it's health. Uh, and so, yes, very specifically, the, the psychedelics help with exactly what you're talking about. The, the folks who have the deep programming uh, where it, it, it's victim, it's traumatized, uh, and I understand it. I, I came out of it. I was born in it. And, and so psychedelics helped me tremendously with this. And, and so this is one of the tools that I love working with on this planet is when a person is, is unable to cultivate that meditation. I can't sit still or uh, even walking. My mind is racing, racing, racing. It's like, okay, let's do some work with your mind. And psilocybin is a mind reprogrammer. It is known to uh, stimulate the, the neuroplasticity of your mind. The studies now are showing this. Some of us have known because of our experience with it and, and just the relationship with it tells you, but it literally helps you rewire your brain, which means you can rewire trauma, past life experience, how the past affects you. You can change it now. And, and so uh, microdosing is, is one of those, those things that I highly recommend for people who are having a challenge on their own. This is an assistant, uh, something that can help you. And it's not long-term. This is one of the beautiful things about natural medicines. It's not like a pharmaceutical that's a lifelong thing you, you will be with. You may have a relationship with, with it lifelong, but your use of it for the intentional sake of um, helping you is much like a crutch. It's there for a short period of time, and then it breaks away and it's gone. Now, like a brace of any kind, it's only there to help for that, that, that time being, then you remove it. And, and so I love, I love the natural medicines for that reason, because it's not, oh, you're going to be on this for the rest of your life and dependent upon it. Uh, and it. And it does two things that I have found. One, it helps modify or, or alter your perception just enough to see things from a different angle. It, it does just enough modification that when a trigger happens, you're not so as reactive. It's just like, okay, I actually see something happening now. I'm observing it rather than responding in my natural, uh, my natural neurological pathways have been altered just enough that I'm not responding in the old way. I can see it differently. That's where the wiring begins to happen. You're seeing it differently. Now you're wiring a different perception. 
And this really does help. Over time, the new perception becomes your your primary, your most active wiring. So as those triggers arise, those trauma um, are, are reminded, you're processing them in a whole new way. And so that's through the microdosing. And, and for folks who uh, are really, really having, just having a hard time just cracking that heart open, ceremony is, is a place where it can just melt all the ice of your heart. And so these are the, the, the larger dosages of, of, of medicines where you have the psychedelic vision, you have what we call the trips and, and in the company in the set and setting that's, a, that's, that, that's done well. And, and someone who knows vibrationally how to cater to an individual, these are nothing less than transcendent experiences. They're, you know, people, use words like mystical or like the most spiritual experience of my life. And, and I will say that for me, uh, it helped me understand who I am, which I am spirit and, and I am consciousness. And so it was, it was, it was the most, the most spiritual experiences of my life. And, and now I share that with others and, and people get that connection for a moment. Uh, uh, it, 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 it may not stabilize your life in the every day because it's going to take your commitment to yourself and your investment in yourself but it will take you up to a point that you can see the grand view and say oh there i am i can see the the much bigger picture and so i could get the sense of relief of my little story of oh man i've been struggling down in the little story and i'm going to have to return to it and now climb this mountain that I know already by having this, 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 this journey to the top of the mountain to see. And I can see. And now I, I have clarity on my path. I, I actually have things to do. And, and it's amazing. It's so, it's so transformative. And so that person who's having a hard time uh, getting that direction, getting those disciplines established, can be benefited through through these experiences, and then as you return back to your normal sense of self, uh, you integrate and you start to to blossom that newness of you. You start to focus on the new growth. You start to cultivate practices that assist that because you know drinking those sodas, smoking those cigarettes, you're like my heart already knows. I shouldn't be at least doing these as often as I should, and and not to shame anybody who does those. Uh, there's a certain allow allowance of indulgence on this planet that is actually helpful, uh, though you know intuitively when you're out of balance. The whole body knows this. Every cell knows. And, and so having those, those plant teachers and guides just turn us back onto those places of in, 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 uh, misalignment or out of balance and say, hey, look, you already know this, but I'm going to show it to you with this beautiful luminescence. And uh, I have seen that happen on so many accounts that that for me, it has now become a, an, a, a pillar of my life to assist folks with that process. Uh, not to mention the amount of relations that I've had that, that spawned from it that are true soul relations. Uh, finding your soul tribe, people that like, thank goodness you're here. Thank goodness that there are people helping us uh, rebirth ourselves into higher levels of awareness. 
And this, this is a, a satisfaction that no money could ever or any amount of fame could even do. It's like, it's, it's personal with that individual soul and to see them come alive and you're there, you're there with them. <laughs> this is what we're born to do, right? Oh, yes. What, and how did you get to be so practical in your teachings? What's the secret? What is your secret? <laughs> uh, life really, I, I, I'd have to say I, I got in touch with, with my soul essence and it showed me that I had chosen this life before I came. And so then it became an ex a, a, a matter of acceptance of this life. And so all the practical stuff really helped. I, I uh, had a sport that helped through high school into college wrestling it helped discipline my mind and my body. It also gave me all that nutritional information. It gave me all the exercise information. And then as I, I began to uh, explore the psychedelic realms, it was a lot more uh, philosophy. And I began to read books that expanded my, my small horizons. I read all types of theology, uh, religious material, and uh, things on Buddhism and, and, and Indian beliefs of all types of kind and uh, uh, native beliefs and all these, these ancestral things. And that expanded, it expanded my perception. And, uh, and then I, 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 it became spiritual by the nature of it. As, the, as it evolved, it became spiritual and everything began to change. Like I, I moved away from uh, me naturally, uh, uh, moved away from things that were addictive naturally. And it just naturally started, things just fell, fell away, fell away, fell away. Uh, and so that's all life. All that is, is life. And, and so I, as I began to accept more of what I came to do on this planet, uh, the being that I am is the being that I am. And I always encourage everyone to be the being that you are. Uh, sure, please learn from your, your beautiful reflections around you and, and be supported by us. But you have your uniqueness within and, and that's what you came here to be. That's what helps us the most is when you find out how to be that or how to fully embody that, you're at your highest uh, um, harmony. And, and that's what creates the symphony of, of earth is when you're playing your perfect tune, uh, whatever that is, uh, whatever it is, and there is a place for everyone. We made this so perfect that there is, there is a, a function, a purpose, a uh, a place for you, a position for you here. And, and not just that, a place that helps you thrive and everyone thrive. Uh, and so life, you know, getting okay with your life, seeing your, your parents perfectly, like they, they, how they played the perfect role for you, your siblings, everyone around you, where you were born, your environment, the, 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 the schooling, everything was poetically written for you. And as you really begin to accept and love that you, you begin to love your story. My gosh. Uh, you free yourself, you free yourself in, in such powerful ways. And I mean, I, I, it's so practical. It's, it's overlooked. This is so simple. It's so simple that we were like, well, I have to have something to do. And it's like, you are doing it. You, you're doing the most amazing thing of all creation. You're, you're doing it right now. And so uh, 
If you like to, to learn how to do it better, yes. Uh, but it's so simple. It's not like you have to ha you have to go buy big expensive equipment or travel the world even. And I do encourage traveling. It's fun to see things, but you really don't have to. It really right where you are. It happens right here, right now, in your heart, in your mind. And uh, a friend described it to me like this. If you were overweight, say a couple hundred pounds overweight, and you wanted to change, first you accept that I am. I'm right here. I'm, I'm right. This is where I am. And this is where I'm starting from. And you can make a decision right there. The decision can happen in a moment. Now, it may take you weeks, months, maybe years to lose that weight. But the, the decision happened in the moment. And so we can make that decision in every moment. What, what, what is it that I want for my life? Am I happy feeling the way I'm feeling? Or do I want to feel different? Do I want to feel better? Uh, pushing away the feeling that we have right now will, 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 will not actually get us better. Embracing it and then moving, moving from there. Like allowing that feeling allowing, and you're going to want to please bookmark it, bookmark. If you don't feel good about your life, bookmark it, say I'm changing. And this is going to be one of my places that I remember. I remember when it wasn't so pretty, when I had the contrast of something. So please uh, uh, open up and allow all of it, allow that feeling of whatever you want to feel, grief, remorse, shame, uh, terribleness about you feel it allow yourself to bookmark it because you're going to move from there and when you move from there what's going to make the movement so sweet is you're going to look back and go man i remember when i didn't feel this good whoa i feel so much better uh and so bookmark how you feel right now whatever that feeling is and allow it allow it actually get get in a great relationship with it right now yeah. Because it's going to change when you do. As soon as you do, you're going to start blossoming more. The natural process of breaking that shell. And, oh, I just accepted myself. Now I'm changing. <laughs> so, I, so what is it? So what is it? What is such a big deal? Of, what is the big deal about feeling to heal it? What is it that it is so important for us to create a relationship with our pain? why is that such a doorway to you know connecting our higher spirit higher self so that we can it's almost like um outlet to transcendence why is oh. the pain pain is that that plays that role can you speak it would be that? hard for me to answer this exact but i i i would i would propose that it's an acceptance it's an acceptance of of our being it's an acceptance of our humanity is an acceptance that we came to feel all of it. And, and, and we like to push away that, which is unpleasant pain and, and such things, but that's, 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 that's why it's so liberating is not mm. push it away. Yeah. Say it's actually okay. And, and, and I feel it, <laughs> I can mm. feel it. And, and you, you can break down in tears in that moment and feel so liberated when you just let it happen. Just, and it doesn't, I mean, I'm not advocating you go and put yourself in abusive situations or unhealthy situations. This is absolutely not what I'm advocating. Yeah. Just I think, <laughs> I think we don't need to because um, the world is somehow set up in that way that the pain is readily available. If, 
<laughs> it's almost like we need to be continually working on accepting the pain, maybe moving towards joy. Because I always say, you know, one of my theories is that somehow, I mean, from my own wiring, from my own upbringing and pain, the relationship, I always say it's very easy for me to be melancholic than joy. Joy takes a lot of energy out of me to be joyful. I can do melancholy so easily, like snap <laughs> on my finger. I can just get to that place, right? Um, my fear has been with the pain is that this is one of my life's question. Why is the pain is kind of the outlet for us to, to evolve and uh, transcend? And um, as much as I love the love and the light and the, this community of spiritual community of just kind of going towards love and light, which is beautiful, but I also find that pain is the doorway. So my understanding was the physical birth itself, the clinical birth, how we enter this physical world is pain. If you look at the birthing process, it is the pain. And therefore, it is that is like ripping into this reality of this 3D and here you are, bare bones, and you're here, you're arrived through pain. So, and then we encounter so many other pains through the existence of our, this finite being that we're experiencing right now. And somehow that pain should be a catalyst for us to really deeply be humbled and also motivate to go for towards the light and love and the, the, the unity and joy somehow, because we're in such a dualistic, you know, paradoxical <laughs> yeah. dualistic reality. So it just kind of, it just is. And, and sometimes when I, you know, talk to a lot of people doing shadow work, they advocate shadow work, you know, unconscious uh, patterns and conditioning. We've got to know all these things and, and all that. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it kind of holds a very unique power to know who we are. And, but the natural thing we do normally is take a painkiller or move yeah. away or run away from the pain. And right. what you said is so beautiful. Just be there with it and see what it wants, yeah. right? It's so profound. Yes, it is. I, I would uh, just... Um... Thank you for that share. That was beautiful. That was amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I, I can see how you have a gravitational pull towards ceremony. Uh, uh, many of the ceremonies that I host is a birthing process. And, 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 and to, to, to some people who don't know it, it can sound bizarre to describe. It's like there is kind of a... It, uh, it's not necessarily an easy thing, ceremony. You know, there's a, there can be a lot of tears and, you know, a lot of relief through it. But, you know, facing fears and some people purging, physically purging and, and you know, um, unable to control yourself, laying on the ground, like total dismay and chaos in your mind and like spinning. It's like it could sound not pleasant painful even why would i want to do that to myself and it's like you're it's it's like cleansing that that 
deep stuff inside of you. It's like, you got to get down there and it's like, you're going to feel, you're going to feel the, the burn on your arm as you're pushing and scrubbing that stuff. And, and, and afterwards you're going to be like, Oh, I'm exhausted and sweaty and sticky. And I just need some to rest and sleep. And it's like, but you wake up renewed, like, Oh my gosh. Like I did some, something for myself last night. And that something is different in me today. I feel lighter. I feel like all more honest with myself. I was able to see things. And, and so during ceremony, it can be very laborious. Yeah. Much like Oh my God. Thank you again. <laughs> Look, another practical example. This is so <laughs> profound. Many of us who are on the self-development or self evolution process or spiritual process we tend to use tools and i don't know where did we get this idea that we have to use tools like journal okay i'm journaling like i don't know yoga fine yoga is very spiritual by the way but uh, somehow in the modern world we don't we although we want to see it as spiritual intellectually we understand but somehow we still see it as an uh, exercise it's sadly, sadly, this is the, the some, you know, some the truth. And then we have to do like certain things. Okay, I'm on a self-development path. What are you doing? I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. There's this whole lot of checklist. Beautiful. <laughs> okay, that's lovely. But what are you really doing? And this is comes back to what you said. Self-work is very laborious. Are you crying? Are you being with the grief? Are you... I don't know, releasing anger. Is there a rage? Where is the rage? If there's no rage, you're not doing this thing. <laughs> so this is my take on, on the self-development. I'm glad you're, you have the same views on this. And somehow when somebody's going through all these laborious things, the neighbor next to that person is like, oh my God, this person <laughs> lost, lost it. We need to kind of like, this is a very unsafe place. Actually, that is the beautiful, the most safest place you're going to get ever. That's where it's all out. And that's, this is it, right? This is where it's happening. Yeah. So, yeah. so glad that you mentioned, because we need to change and shift the way we understand self-work. It's not just joy, love, light, but there is some scrubbing and you have to go down and, you know, don't worry about ascending. Let's, let's descend. Let's yeah. get there first, clean it up and come back. Yeah. Truly, truly. It's so beautiful to hear you, sister. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank this you. is amazing. <laughs> I just can't believe you have such practical examples, um, especially with the psychedelic cues, because a lot of people somehow, again, this, is, this must be the way we're conditioned. We just think it's uh, something we take, fixes everything, and then we come <laughs> home. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I understand how we've gotten to that, that mentality. I, I, I understand it because I, I have to see myself uh, programmed uh, in ways from my upbringing. Uh, and, and we all, you know, have our uh, collective mind from our time, from the time that we were born on this planet, where we are born. And so I, I can understand how we've gotten to that place. Uh, and that's why it's so important that you do, you're doing your work and that I'm here doing my work and all the souls that are, that are really offering ourselves back to ourselves in these authentic ways. 
uh, because we're in a new, we're in a new, or on the precipice of the of the frontier, uh, a whole new era. And as we move into this whole new era, uh, it's infinite. There is the known future of yeah, we can visualize how we want it to go, and a flower naturally follows a course. So if I see that we're blossoming, I can. I can kind of predict that it's going to go in a certain way, but it, it, it's unknown in the sense that that flower can open in an infinite amount of ways. And, and uh, they're all open to us. They're all open to us. And so embracing that part of the mystery of like, we don't really know, but I, I can set my heart to a compass of love and joy. And that doesn't mean I avoid the, the pain and, and the, and the challenges it's quite the opposite. It means that I'm going through all of them. There is no other way. I have to go through these things. I have to embrace myself and my creation. I came here to feel this, to feel all of it. And my course is set by my vibration. And so if I'm in an allowance vibration, in a gratitude vibration, in a very present vibration, I'm going to produce the best future. And that's all, all I have to, to concern myself with the future is what I'm doing right now. And if I want to know how it's going to end or how it's going to be for earth, for, for our children, what am I doing right now? And so th this, I, I make everything so practical in my presentation uh, because I, I, I'm just a person. I'm just you. I live here on this planet. I don't have to have a fancy anything to be something. I am my neighbor. I am the person, I am you. And so you have the capacity to feel this way all the time, whether you are open to experiencing it with plant medicine to get reminded, or if you wish to, to cultivate a breath practice, or if that doesn't even work for you, if you just wanna be physical exercise and diet, do these things and watch what naturally happens. It will naturally activate parts of yourself to come into alignment, come in, and then another part may be incorporated at another time. I never thought I would meditate. I never thought I would not eat meat. I never, I never thought that ever. Uh, it was just part of me eating meat. I, I, it's not even a, an, uh, not, not even a temptation at this point. It's, it's so not in alignment with me that it's like, it's not like I'm like, oh, I really maybe I'll also splurge a little bit and have a little bit of something. It's like, no, I'm not even, not the least bit tempted to have me. Uh, it's, and so there are these things that change within a person uh, as you just become present with yourself. And so it's practical. It's happening right now. Uh, and, and so that's how I present it. That's how yeah. I am with it. That's, a, that's a great motto that should be on on sticky uh, notes it's happening right now it yeah. is yeah it thank is. you my favorite quote is um the brighter the light the darker the shadows mm -hmm. and people who i meet genuinely choose to be in the light or the higher vibration they always have a very very deep background story of coming out of a trauma, cutting, coming out of very deep, dark places, real or perceived, uh, because sometimes we can just perceive it as that. And I have a sense that you have done immense work. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you, appreciate you. And you. Um, you talked about awakening is happening right now. Uh, please talk to us a bit about that. What are you seeing 
um, right now, as in going forward, post-pandemic era that we're living in now, in terms of awakening collectively. Um, one of my friends said that COVID or the pandemic was a collective rites of passage mm -hmm. for, for the eyes that want to see. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're here. It's happening right now. I'm going to use your motto all the time. And I feel like, yeah, please tell us, speak to that a bit more. What are you seeing going forward? Post-pandemic world is very different than what we knew. And also the psychedelics, how they're going to evolve and take us to the next level. What are their parts in this? Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I actually, I'm grateful for COVID and this uh, pandemic whether you're under a belief that it was intentional plans, uh, whatever conspiracy, I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for, for it. Thank you, COVID. Thank you, this process. Yeah, a collective rite of passage is how I would quantify it as well. Uh, to those who I have been with and witnessing doing the work, it was actually quite refreshing for us to, to, to have. Uh, it didn't shake us as much as it shook uh, the ones who had been putting it off, the ones who had been trying to ignore doing the work. And, and so for the psychedelics and, and their part to play in it, I saw a surge in the people that I helped. It spiked. And I believe the most recent stat that I heard was it was something about 80% of, of people were experiencing depression this last year uh, because of the COVID conditions. And that's a huge thing. 80% uh, of people experiencing some level of depression. And, and so these psychedelics, uh, particularly for me, when I say psychedelics, I, I am a fan of natural entheogens, things that are produced by nature uh, and not necessarily just, just nature we've extracted, but have the mushroom to me is, is the, the pinnacle because it's, you can eat it. It's, it's nature. And these medicines our, their value right now supersedes gold for sure, uh, um, or any any precious metal at this point. Th these these medicines are are here to help us, and the amount of connection that they allow for us to really get in connect in, in connection with ourselves, with our heart, with our mind, with our soul, with our body, uh, with our loved ones. I've seen people have these these hour long conversations not with their, their, their mom, but as if their mom was present and saying, mom, I need to tell you all these things. I need to open up to you. And that process uh, may not have been physically happening, but it was experienced as, as happening. And I was able to speak to, to this loved one in, in these ways that I just needed to. I needed to update my way of feeling with them. And so these, these plant medicines are tremendously beneficial to us right now. And I'd, I'd even, even go to the point to say, uh, crucial right now to balance well, because uh, we have had a history of uh, taking some of the sacredness out of, out of things. Uh, tobacco would be a perfect example. It was a, it, tobacco has been used as a sacred plant. And, and, and from some cultures, it's a master plant. And uh, from that sacredness, it was rendered into a cigarette, which was like added chemicals and addictive properties and pretty much sterilized of its sacredness and, and quite the opposite. Now it's, it, it's addictive, it causes cancer. 
quite the opposite of what tobacco can do for us. And so as the rise of these psychedelics happen, these type of conversations and uh, networking with other people to get the information out there, uh, that there, there is there is something much deeper than just a, a, a uh, clinical application of these medicines. And it may be clinical is how you come to it. I need to alleviate my anxiety. Though as you alleviate your true anxiety, your anxiety is really coming from a state of mind that is a, a limited state of mind. And anyone who has, who, because you're infinite, if you're infinite and you try to encapsulate it in a finite thing, you're going to have anxiety. That is the state of anxiety. I'm trying to be infinite in a small space and I have anxiety. I, it's like that you're going to have that. And so you may come clinically to the medicine. Though as you really start to connect with yourself, you're going to see that your anxiety is based in, in a state of mind. And, and, and as you allow your natural flow of energy and release that openness, the, the tension of your body, it becomes spiritual. The nature of that becomes spiritual because you're aligned with spirit. And, and so uh, to communicate that with, with all applications with the, these psychedelics, that whatever you're coming to them for, uh, ultimately, they're going to lead you to your heart. And when you do, you're going to start to feel things that you likely are going to quantify or qualify as spiritual. Please embrace that. Please embrace you. Uh, and, and I believe we can keep intact, you know, that, that sacredness of these, of these beautiful medicines in this time, because people are reaching for them. Uh, right now, there's a decriminalization happening in the United States around the use of these, and even to the, to the extent of full legalization in the state of Oregon, and it's proposed that other states are going to follow that measure of, uh, we've seen what the war on drugs has done, and it's ineffective. We have seen what decades of SSRIs have done, and it's ineffective. We need new measures, new methods, new approaches. Uh, and, and right now, uh, the clinical studies are showing, and my neighbors are showing, that these medicines are helping. It's helping unite people. It's helping alleviate all these tensions and stresses. And it's not a magical pill like you, we spoke. It's not you take it and it's done. It, it, it calls you into doing your life. It calls you into presence with your life. It calls you into feeling. It calls you into to being active with you and, and not suppressing and putting off uh, environmental issues or putting off like anything. It, it makes you look at it. COVID made us look at it. It said, boom. So yeah, a, a very collective, a very collective uh, initiation, uh, rite of passage. And, and I praise it. I praise it. And, and, and I'm excited for the post, the post world. Uh, in fact, I have been working many lifetimes to see us get to this place. And, and so I'm just, I'm, oh, oh, over the top excited for us. Uh, bless all of us, bless all souls, bless all life on this planet, bless the trees, bless the plants, bless, bless the insects, bless, bless the, the, the amphibian life and, and all that is bird and, and fish and, and everything that, that is rock and sand and mineral, bless the water, bless the air, bless this, this paradise, this living heaven that we call home. And may we all remember that it's 
It's us. We are it. It is us. We are born of it. We use it to sustain ourselves. And how we want it to be here is how it's going to be based on us. How we want it to be is based on how you are. If you want it to be a loving place, be a loving person. If you want it to be a healthy place, live a healthy life. If you want it to be a kind place, be kind. That's truly the only way to make anything anything is be it, to be it. And so these medicines really hold space for us to, to remember that, just that right there. And then we generally will establish a community. At least that's been my experience. The plant medicines help establish a community. And so you get support. Others who are on this journey, you experience this profound experience with a group of individuals or maybe with a small select people. Those people can become your family. Uh, and, and so there is this, this uh, shedding, uh, like the cicadas right now that on the East Coast, a 17-year cycle coming out of the ground and shedding this old shell, get their wings. And we're doing the same thing. Humanity's doing the same thing. And so I'm so blessed to witness this and to grab the hands of my peers and say, you got it. Come on. Come on, baby. You got it. Come on. Open that up. Shed that old you and let that old you be your fertilizer. Let it compost. Let all of that compost enrich our new growth. Focus on your new growth. Focus on the, the you that's emerging. Uh, it'll serve you much more than, than, than focusing on the parts of you that are still not in alignment. You go, and that's one of those traps, I believe, is we go, okay, I'm great, but, but, over here, but, 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 and we start to look at our butts. And it's, it's like, okay, you got those. That's okay. Focus on the emerging part. Focus on the emergence. Put your energy on the emergence, on the awakening. And yeah, but you're, you still have this old thing that's coming off of you. Oh, that's okay. Focus on the emergence. That's going to strip away. It's going to go away. And it would be functional once it's stripped away. It's going to be composted. It's not uh, bad. It's just the old. It's just not us anymore. And so COVID helped us with this. I truly, truly feel this. Uh, and so I praise it. I praise it regardless of anybody's position, whether it was, it was planned. Uh, and I would say at the highest level, it was planned. I planned it. I planned it. I got the, the consciousness that I am. I needed to wake up. And so I'm taking out all stops, whatever I need to do to wake myself up. Uh, and so, you know, I can blame me for it if you wish, cause I did plan it. <laughs> Wow. Do what it did to help us. Wow. Gratitude. This has been profound. We're going to have to have you for part two because we haven't, <laughs> even, we haven't even touched on the before medicine or the real um, intricacies of the psilocybin work. I'm really hoping we'll have you back at some point in divine timing, just like today unplanned and and it was just here and we grabbed the opportunity so thank you so much for your wisdom for your energy and for your work and everything you're doing it's such a pleasure to meet you connect with you and to be able to do this and thank you for the prayer earlier really felt that thank you namaste namaste thank you love thank you
And um, yeah, 100% will be having you. I'll be pressuring you back to come back for the second <laughs> part. <laughs> I, I would be happy to do it. I do realize today, I, uh, being our, 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 our first major interaction, uh, there was some uh, grandeur in, in I, the, the interaction, the specifics of, of the practices. I'd be more than happy to share with you and, and happy to share with everyone out there because this is how we're making it safe. We're making it safe to open up, and there are specifics on how to how to create an environment, a set and setting, and how to work with individuals in their mind and their heart pre-ceremony, uh, during ceremony, post-ceremony, and and durations of time with people on microdosing. There are specifics. There are specifics and dosages and how how to navigate that, uh, knowing a person's uh, medical conditions. Uh, anything of a, with a heart condition, with epilepsy and, 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 and prescription medications, knowing body chemistry and, and, and all that, and how to prepare one's body to receive medicines. There are very, very specific things with that. And I would love to deliver that knowledge and that wisdom uh, to all who are, who are, are, are willing to listen and, and happy to absorb it. Amazing. Can't wait. Absolutely. Yeah. Looking forward to the part two. Thanks again. Forever grateful. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this energetic, amazing, wisdom-packed and practical. That's been a very interesting and profound experience for myself as well. I'm going to have to go and re-listen everything. Honestly, it's just made so much impact in my vibration, in the way I understand this work. And so glad to find another friend who understands it in this way. Thank you. And you guys, I'll see you on the next part. And for now, thank you. And as, as you would say, we love you, even though you don't know us and we don't know you. But like you said earlier, this is what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. Much love. Bye for now. Much love, sister. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Psychedelic Conversations podcast is designed to educate, inform and expand awareness. For more information, please head over to psychedelicconversations.com. You can also share with your friends or leave a review so that we can reach more people. You can also join us in our private Facebook group to keep the conversation going. This show is for information purposes only and it is not intended to provide mental health or medical advice. Thanks for listening.